0: Welcome to Smooches Podcast. I'm your host, Antrell. I created the Smooches Podcast to help inspire, to help empower, and to help you find your true authentic self through storytelling and laughter. So let's get inspired. Let's listen to some good storytelling. And if you're ready, let's get into the podcast. Smooches! I'm back. Yes, I'm back. When I tell you, you sometimes just can't be great, you just can't be great. I'll get into it a little bit in detail um, on this episode, but things had happened. And when life is happening, sometimes you just don't have any control over it but just to go with the flow. And that's my life. So. I know there's been a lot of talk in society, in social media about people who have maybe said some things inappropriate and was offensive to uh, a culture or race or society or people. These are the things that are going on right now. And I believe that our society has really, mm, I got to tread lightly with this, have not extended grace to certain individuals and has chosen to extend grace to other individuals. So this podcast episode will be dedicated to giving grace to people. What does that look like? Do we extend grace to those who have said things that are inappropriate or have done us wrong? Or do we just throw these people out with the trash? I believe that to a certain extent, we have to be thoughtful about what it is that we are deeming as hurtful, inappropriate and really taking a hard look at the individual and the circumstances, the whole big picture. So I'm not going to get too deep into things right now during the intro. But if you're ready, grab your snack and let's get into the podcast episode. Ha! <laughs> Welcome to Smooches Podcast. I'm your host Entrell. Hello, hello Smooches family. Hello to all the new listeners who might have stumbled across this podcast. Hello, welcome. Here we empower, I give you a little inspiration, I help you to live your best life. Um, I share storytelling and it just it's just a really good time here on the podcast. So, If this is something that you enjoy, welcome. Um, Listen, guys, I don't even know where to start because I took a week off, but it was extended only because I got the vid. And um, this is just what I'm saying. When you are living life, life does definitely happen. And um, it was nothing that I was... uh, planning for, it just happened. Um, And when I tell you right after the holiday, I got ill, it was just like devastating. Um, I really don't like being sick. um, But one thing I can tell you, one, I don't even know if I want to say it's a positive thing (laughs) that came out of being sick. It was that I got rest. I was able to rest. Like This rest was unbelievably satisfying. And it's just amazing how we can live life and go through life. And we never truly get deep, satisfying rest sometimes. Or maybe some of us do. But I know I am one of the few that do not. And um, I do experience a lot of restless nights. But being ill allowed me to really rest and I think that's the the best thing I got out of it you can't really get anything good out of um being ill but that's what I got out of it um but yeah so I got through that and um just amazing because the holiday was great um you know, we, I have been trying to do a few different things in my home. And because I got ill, it stunted me from doing those things. And I'm just telling you, it was just like a setback. And I don't like to be set back f- from projects or things that I have to do because it just makes me more anxious. And I just want to get to that thing and that I can't. It just drives me crazy and makes me furious. So um, I'm back. I'm able to do the things that I need to do. And it's just so unbelievable because you can be ill and you are once you get that burst of whatever energy that comes after being ill, it's like you're you're trying to tackle everything. And it's one of those things where you don't want to rush yourself back into society doing too much, but it's just like, that's the way that we're programmed. And it's so sad that you're trying to rush or get back to, um, society and the things that you were doing before you, um, got, had gotten ill. And it was just amazing. Like, I just could not believe how I did not let myself, truly, truly rest at the end. It was just like I was trying to get back to the norm. And I did have an awakening like, okay, you probably need to stop because I was um, not fully recovered and I can feel myself getting weak and things of that nature. And I was like, okay, you just need to chill. You need to relax and ride this out. This too shall pass. And that's what I did. And Yeah, so that's the update with me. And um, just to say, you just can never be prepared. Okay? Like, I was definitely not prepared for what was going to happen. And um, so that happened. And, um, yeah, I mean, I don't even know what else to say about that, but that. I've missed out on so many current events in that time frame. It's crazy. Um, So a lot of things happen. So let's just get into the current events and things that happen in life. Um, There have been so much um, awareness bought around Uh, This one situation, it was with the young girl, Shaquilla Robinson. Guys, this thing just shook me to the core because I just really do not like attacks on individuals. I don't. And this one was so unique because this young lady, um, she was on vacation with her friends and they were going to Cabo, I think Cabo, um, where well, they went to Cabo and, um, she paid for the whole entire trip. And it, it, what's so devastating about it is that they were going to celebrate a friend's birthday. She paid for the whole entire trip. Well, the, where they were staying or whatever. Um, and, What transpired out of that was that the young girl had gotten attacked by a friend, maybe two, and um, that this whole event was recorded for just, I, I don't even know because it was recorded, but it was not after what happened. Okay, so I'm pretty sure you guys have heard, but let me just explain. So the young girl... Went to Cabo with friends, um, and I think there were six of them um, outside of Shaquilla, um, so it'll probably be a total of seven, I think, if I'm not um, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and so they get there. Uh, it, Shaquilla was attacked by one of the friends, um, and I mean, like severely attacked where this girl was, I guess, woken up. It looks like from the video that's out there that she was awakened and she had on no clothing and um, she was attacked. Basically, The, the Shaquilla, the young girl, wasn't even fighting back. She said that she didn't want to fight back, but They, she, they, the, the young lady uh, still attacked her, like still was forceful in hitting her and beating her and things like that. And it was just like, if you notice that someone's not fighting back at this point, you're just taking advantage. You're taking advantage You know you have the upper hand and you're just going to do this because you know you can. I think that you're a bully. I think that you deserve whatever you have coming. I don't feel as though whatever that situation was wasn't that serious for you to put your hands on someone else. You don't have the right, first of all. Um, I don't know where we get off letting words affect us. Even if words were said, I didn't put my hands on you, don't put your hands on me, vice versa. And that's just the way that it should be. But I feel like our society, within our society, we are so sensitive to any type of verbal language that we let that get the best of us and it automatically turns into a fighting situation. It's just not that deep, but that's the society that we're living in. A lot of, I would say, um, our younger um, adults, maybe between the ages of mm, 19 and, I don't know, 30, probably are maybe even not, not even 30 but 19 to 28 i'll say 30 19 to 30 um within that generation that where where things are it's just that if you say something that leads up to gun violence that leads up to an altercation it's just it's never resolved in a normal, decent way. There's nothing, there's no civil way of resolving a conflict these days when it become, when, when it's between that age range. Nothing simple about it. You have to tread lightly when talking to that age range because they have so much rage in them. And I'm not sure where it stems from, it could stem from babies raising babies because if you know that there is a large um, percentage of young people, um, I mean nineteen, maybe even younger, um, having babies, and they're they're growing up with their kids. So it's baby raising, babies raising babies. And maybe that's where it stems from. I'm not really sure. It could be a generational thing, Uh, but it's just gotten, it's, it's, it's gotten so bad that nothing is normal anymore. Everyone's so sensitive to everything and it's just really gotten out of hand. But that situation with the six individuals at Cabo, um, that whole Shaquilla Robinson situation was just so devastating to me because this was a situation that didn't have to happen. So basically, Shaquilla had been beaten so bad that she had injuries to her neck and her spine, which resulted in her passing away. The friends left Cabo. They went to the mom's home, had a talk with the mom, stating that it was alcohol poisoning. There was no autopsy at this moment. Um, They sat there. They ate the mom's food. They they talked with her. They talked about what they were, because, I mean, at this point, them being in her home that she was already pronounced dead. So her mom knew that she had passed away. So they were all getting together, like trying to figure out what they were going to wear to the funeral and how to coordinate and things like that. Um, Cried and all of this. And these young people knew that they had injured this girl so badly that they are the ones that allegedly caused her to pass away. And to me, that is so, there's just something so evil and sinister about knowing what you did on that trip and having the audacity to go in that parent's home acting as if nothing happened. They didn't share the fight with the mom or nothing like that, you know, nothing of that nature. They just wanted to act as if it was alcohol poisoning. And I think they pushed that so much in in Cabo that the authorities were believing that, not even wanting to do further investigation, just going with the words of these young adults. That's alarming in itself. But thank God that the mom, she said that after they left, that she received a call. She received a call and someone basically stated that Shaquilla did not die from alcohol poisoning, that she actually passed away from the beating that she that happened on this trip with the fight that happened on this trip. And the mom started to think like, hey, okay. So she was waiting for the autopsy to come back, which shows that it wasn't alcohol poisoning, that it was actually from injuries. (sighs) And thank God for the videotape too, for the, not the videotape, but the recording, the video that was placed out there also. And whoever did that wanted Justice for this girl. Whoever did it secretly. Um, that thank God for them, because had this not been made public, this would have went unknown, and they probably would still not be questioning about this situation. Uh, those young adults who, who uh, allegedly killed this young lady everything would have went unknown. And just thank goodness for this video, because without that, that family, Shaquilla's family would have went in the unknown and just not ever found out what actually happened with or to their daughter. And um, I'm just so thankful for that actual video footage that came out and that brought the truth to the light and caused awareness and caused people to start um, protesting for this young lady to get justice for her. I'm just so thankful because so many of these types of situations go unknown um, or go unsolved, rather, is what I want to say. And it just becomes one of those lost situations that's just like so sad. And I'm just happy that this doesn't have to go that way. So this was one of the stories that I wanted to talk about. And it's just like <clears throat> so sad because you I, you think that you have close friends until something like this unfortunately happens. And... um It just goes to show you that you should never really push yourself on people. I don't know if that was a situation with her, um, but you have to be definitely aware that the people that you have around you and just know it's not about the quantity of friends. It's about the quality of the friends. So you don't have to have like 10, 6, 12 friends around you or in your circle to have friends you can have three and that's okay you can have two and that's okay you can have one and that's okay you do not need a large amount of friends to have close to you you just don't but anything that I could what I could get out of this and say about this and just give us something to think about is that when when you have people around you and you notice things change or if you are not receiving the same love back that you give take those signs as warnings and reevaluate your situation there's so many signs a lot of the times that we miss or that we ignore that could really harm us one day the signs are really there but sometimes we just choose not to acknowledge them. So that's what I wanted to say about that. And that's my takeaway from that situation. I am praying for her family. I'm so sorry for their loss. No one wants to bury their child. And, um, and you know, because um, normally you go, the parent goes before the child, but it shouldn't be the other way around. So I definitely feel so Uh, sad for them in this situation because I don't know what I would do as a parent and being that far away from my child not being able to get to them to 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 comfort them to see what is happening and to um, help them in time of need is just like it had to be the worst Um, so that's just a really sad situation and um, yeah I just feel really Sad for them. I hope the family gets justice. And um, if we can still all bring awareness to the situation, that would be wonderful. I'm pretty sure the family needs our thoughts and prayers at this moment. Okay, so the next topic I wanted to talk about, and I don't want to spend a lot of time on the celebrity stuff, but this stuff is just so good. I mean, oh. So Kanye West, oh Kanye, and his anti Semitic comment, <sighs> you know, I definitely just feel so sorry for Kanye. Um, I believe in giving people grace always. And the reason why I say that is because, and I'm gonna get religious here, um, is that God always gives us um grace. Whoever you pray to is always giving you grace. Um, and we have to learn to give grace to others. Now, we there's so many people in this world that don't say the right things and have not been canceled and continue to do the ranting and craziness out here in the world. And we let them. But the thing is, and I mean, we have people that kill people. We have people that kill whole communities and things like that. I mean, like, I'm just probably stretching it a bit, but you have people that do very heinous acts and they are forgiven. And I'm going to say largely in the African-American culture, um, we definitely forgive individuals after wrongdoings and I think this that this is a practice that should be practiced amongst everyone and I mean we can have people that will kill our people that are not of our same race and we will give them grace. and this is <clears throat> this is one of the things that I think that we need to practice because I feel like Kanye has been going and I'm not saying this is an excuse, but I feel like this man has been dealing with, depression for a long time and if anybody knows how it feels to lose a parent it will be me uh, uh Kanye lost his mom um, in his adult life I lost my mother while in as a young child um so well a teenager and um, that's two differences there but it is still the same pain it is still the same hurt. To lose someone and trying to maneuver through that loss, that loss. And when it is a parent that is really the backbone of the, the family, which is the mother, it is hard to come back from that a lot of the times. And I know that he struggled and is still struggling today trying to find his place and connect himself with into the world without his mom and going about life without his mom. Because we talk to our moms every day. We talk to our mothers every day, every other day, once a month, once a week, at once every two weeks, however you do it. You talk to your mom often. There is f- very few occasions, if you have a good relationship with your mother, let's say that, that you go a long period of time without speaking to your mom. Mothers are just so connected with their child. Most of the time, a mom will stay with their child and a dad will leave the family. Um, But you do have cases where the mom leaves the family and the dad is there with the child. It doesn't, it's not a large percentage, but it does happen. So when you lose your mom, that is a big disconnect for a lot of people. And um, especially when you have a close relationship with your mom like he did, you have to learn how to operate in the world without that person. And if you're not seeking mental health, um, mental help for that, in seeking out a counselor psychologist psychiatrist whatever it is that you need a therapist you will try to maneuver the best way that you can or that you feel like you know how and it could convey in different in different forms Uh, You can lash out at everything. You can have your highs, your lows. Um, you, You may not be able to regulate your emotions. And I think that Kanye is experiencing a lot of this. I think that he's been trying to move about in the world without really seeking help and just going about doing things the best way that he knows how to do. And um, I think that's what that that's what has caused him to go through so many different changes. Um, And I just want to say, I don't think he purposefully maybe and I don't even know really what his mindset is. So I can't say if he did that on purpose or if he didn't do that on purpose. But what I want to say is that I, I am finding it in my heart to give him grace Um, He, there's one thing after another with him, um, and God says that we give people unlimited amounts of grace. We just do. And I don't know if he knows the power of his words and how hurtful they can be to others, but at some point he's going to have to stop and realize that because People are going to continue to give you grace. But if you're still recklessly going about, you could burn a lot of bridges and um, you may not have anything to come back on uh, or come back to. And that could definitely hurt you in the long run, because this is how people spiral out of control. They go into deep depressions and things like that because they have disconnected really from everyone that really gave them a chance, gave them grace And, um, and they kind of disconnected from all these people, burned all these bridges, and now they have nothing to come back to. And then they're all by themselves. And, you know, that becomes, that could become very depressing. Uh, and it drives people to different things. And I don't want to see that for him. Um, but there's just like, it's, it's so many layers when it comes to Kanye West. And um, I don't know if he's doing it for shock value or anything like that. But just the words that he's saying, like, say, for instance, he went on a uh, show with a guy named Alex Jones. Alex Jones is some type of conspiracy theorist um, and. I just, I don't know. So he went, Kanye West went on this show and he praised Hitler. This is just so weird. Uh, And I'm just really trying to give this man grace, but I just really am struggling with this. Um, And he basically stated that um, he had love for Hitler. Mm -hmm. Um, That was deep. He said he had love for Hitler. Hitler invented the microphone. What? Invented the microphone? And so I guess he was trying to be very um, knowledgeable at this moment, (laughs) trying to, to state something there. I don't know. But it was just a a Google search away, Kanye, you dropped the ball with this one. It was not Hitler who came up with a microphone, bruh. Like, no, where? Just that. Mm. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I'm very disappointed at that one. Um, Google is your friend, uh, even if you don't have time to do deep dive research on the situation. Google is your friend and you did not use your Google search wisely. Did you randomly just come up with this, you know, or did you just see Hitler in front of a microphone? Was like, bam, he he invented the microphone. I'm like, what? So nah I was struggling with that one. I'm like, okay. <sighs> so I'm just really struggling with that because Hitler He had some real issues, man. I mean, like to the point where he actually did not like African-Americans also. He did not. So he didn't like you. He wouldn't have liked you, Kanye. Oh, okay. So that's that. I think that Kanye... I'm going to give Kanye grace, you know, and I know I'm not going to blackball him. Absolutely not. I think the man is a genius when it comes to his music, but I feel like he needs to work on himself. Step away from social media for a while. Do do some deep soul searching, mental health work, and... Revisit this thing we call society. Um, not taking away, taking yourself completely away, but maybe so much um, limited, limiting your use of social media and entertainment in the entertainment world. And I know that when people say, like, if you step away for too long, people forget about you. Not to the point where he can just be an afterthought. But maybe the things that he's getting very loose with, stepping away from those things, uh, just so he gets some control. Um, I can't say that the people that are in his life are not trying to help him because he probably has some decent people in his life. But if you have a person who's so strongly opinionated like he is, You probably won't get far. So I'm hoping he just has this awakening with himself or maybe someone can actually talk to him and just really have a breakthrough with him to make him rethink and revisit some of the things that he's done. There is still hope for him. Poor Kanye. That's what I have to say about that. Um, And, you know... When we're talking about giving grace here, (laughs) okay, so you, like, he was totally stripped of everything. His Adidas um, campaign or um, partnership, Balenciaga, Gap, all that. So he was stripped of those things, right? But what's amazing to me is that you can have a company like Gucci that will do a whole blackface mask. You can have companies like Balenciaga who would promote or have like really weird things with children on campaign covers. And we forgive all of these brands. We forgive them. These are things that are very questionable, people. Very questionable. And we forgive them. We forgive them. It's like an afterthought. So my thing is that if we're going to give grace to one area, we have to give grace to them all because blackface is a very, very deep-rooted offense to African-American people. And for that to have been taken so lightly and to now be an afterthought, no one canceled this particular brand? No one. They gave them grace. And amongst all the individuals that have given that had given them grace were the African American population of people. And they are the ones that should have been most offended of them all. But we still wear their their clothing. We have given them grace. So we need to stop it, stop. And we need to think about some of these things and that we're not. It's just very frustrating to me. It just is. And I really wanted to talk about that and just touch basis on it because it's just like our society picks and they choose, you know, and I think that they favor more so not on the African-American side, but more on the other side when it comes to things. We can't be one-sided about these things, people. We have to come together. We have to be a united front about everything or nothing at all. And that's what I wanted to say about that. Um, switching gears. <laughs> Enough of that. Um I seen a very interesting um a very interesting interview and I wanted to talk about it. Um this interview was with Usher and the um entertainer or uh, she's a podcast host now, but she's really big in the entertainment world, um Angie Martinez. So, I I really like Usher, okay? I think Usher has had his ups his um his downs and um he is turning into a very seasoned nice man, okay? Um I think that he's grown a lot. Um he he definitely pushed the envelope with some things and his music is great. You know, I really, really like his music. He's uh, a father now. Um, Well, he's been a father. Um, But, you know, he he has kids and he's a a dad and um, he has a partner right now. And he's just really evolved into this um, really seasoned, nice, um, level-headed person at this point. I think that... It, it's really showing now. You know, I think he's become very transparent about how his relationships have gone and what he's gone through. And um, I'm here for it. And this is also going to lead me to what I wanted to discuss on this podcast episode. And it's basically owning, forgiving yourself and realizing who you are currently right now and owning that. And I think that Usher really did a great job during this interview with Angie Martinez and within her podcast. And during this podcast episode, it really captured who Usher is currently right now and how he got to being this person in a small period of time. And um, I really enjoyed it. So Usher starts off with talking about his highs and his lows um, uh, with his relationships and that he recognized that, you know, he had been in many relationships and not really being successful with them Um, and that he currently right now is in a relationship uh, with a woman who he feels that he has a better connection with. And I guess he really has connected with this person. And it's all due to him listening, he said, becoming a better listener and truly hearing that person. And this really stuck with me because I feel like a lot of the times... Within our friendships, relationships, we can listen to someone, but do you really hear them? And I think that's so telling because to listen to someone and to be able to um, show empathy or to show care for that person, you have to truly hear them. So I, I, I like that, Usher. I like that a lot. And I think that when you become a great listener, uh, you start to hear people. And it it really makes you um, a better person. Because for one, it's just showing that you are taking the time out to be in the moment. And you are definitely going to be able to convey back to me your feelings towards a situation. Because you you were listening and that shows me that you care and that shows me that you really are just taking a time out to 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 show me some love and to to be caring and thoughtful towards what i have going on and that's that's appreciated a lot of the times because we need it we would not be telling you these things if we didn't want some type of care back and um I think that's that was that was he touched on something really strong there. He also stated that he has forgiven himself and he's now loving himself. Mm. And I like this. <laughs> I truly like this because I feel that forgiving ourselves it's not one of the easiest things to do. Because you do go through life, you do make mistakes and you hold those things so close to you and you beat yourself up so many of the times for the things that you have gone through or done wrong that you don't give yourself grace. You don't love yourself enough to forgive yourself. And it keeps you in a stuck situation. And for him to say, I've forgiven myself and I'm loving myself more now. That was huge to me because I feel like recently have I just gave myself um, enough care to give myself grace to start loving myself um, and forgiving myself for for different things that have gone on in my life that I had one, maybe no control over or maybe I did have control over and I just did a stupid thing and it just was not something that I would have chosen to do at this point in my life but I have to give myself grace, I have to show myself some love and I have to forgive myself because that is a part of growth that is a part of you leaving the old behind and starting fresh and starting new being that person who you want to be moving forward and that is something so crystal clear that I think that we need to take with us into the new year because anytime you go into the new year you're starting a new chapter of your life basically um you're moving on um You want to leave behind the old, only focusing in on the new, what's current, what's going on now, forgiving yourself and loving yourself and moving on. So just take that going into the new year with you. Um, But I thought this was a great thing. Um, He also said he's taking a true look at himself Um, and... I like that because you I think a lot of the times we go through life and I don't know if a lot of us live this pretend life where we are not being our authentic self and really taking a true look at ourselves but I feel like we need to do more of that. You will like the person that you are if you are doing this, if you're taking a true look at yourself. And um, I think we touched on this, but having patience also is another thing and having grace for himself. He said he's he's doing a, more of that. And I'm telling you, grace is the one thing that will get you through to another day, it really, really is. It's just that grace, yes, and having patience with yourself, knowing that things cannot be done in one day, but allowing yourself to grow and to maybe break things up to smaller chunks, moving forward will definitely help you and give you and keep you in a good state of mind. So I really liked this interview with Usher. I didn't really take that many notes, but it was so many different things that he talked about. But really, what really I wanted to focus in on, which I felt like went with what I wanted to talk about, um, was that giving yourself grace, having patience for yourself, forgiving yourself, and loving yourself. These things are so important for you to carry through life because there are going to be so many different challenges that are going to happen that we have to be able to be kind to ourselves and know that, hey, things do happen, but how can I not make that happen again? How can I not make that bad choice again? How can I be this person who is not so hard on myself who's more loving for loving to me? And I really like that for Usher because I know that Usher has been through maybe a few marriages. Um, he has had some situations in um, in in media uh, where things have been said about him and just having to, live your life in the public, and um, have people judge you all the time, it is always, it's very easy. And even for us, not being in a public eye, but living day to day, knowing that we have people to face that will judge us. And just knowing that You can continue to beat up on yourself because people are continuing to judge you and you are living based upon what these people's perception of you are. But no, you can only be yourself. And it's got to be tough for him, really, but for everyone else also, because you feel like you have to live or meet up to certain standards. And sometimes we do fall short. No one's perfect. We do fall short. And I think that we, we, we have to start showing more grace. And I know that I had with Kanye, I know I touched on us having more grace when it comes to people doing things. And this ties into this as well. I think grace is really lost in our generation, in our society, This is why people are turning to dangerous acts, fighting. It's just gotten to the point where we're just too sensitive. We don't give grace. And it's just turning. It's it's making a turn for the worst, really. If we don't recognize that not everything is so serious. We can't take everything so serious. So you say a word to me you cut me off in traffic, now I'm going to shoot you. Or I'm going to possibly make you hurt yourself or kill yourself. This is deep, people. And we need to turn things around. I mean, our thinking, our mindsets have to change in order for us uh, to move on from these dangerous acts. So that's what I wanted to talk about on this podcast episode. It's just really being kind to yourself, loving yourself, having grace, having patience for yourself. And having grace for others, really, also. I feel that we as a society can really get over things And get to a better place where we can really start appreciating each other if we really start giving grace to one another. Maybe not saying those hateful things all the time, taking a step back. Is it really necessary? Should we be saying this? Should we be doing this? Let's take a real deep look at what we're doing here. Does this offend anybody? Let's not try to just move product and put product out in the public. Let's not try to maybe say those words to that person. Let's take a step back first. Let's not get so heated over a situation. Let's try to take a step back. I think that if we take steps back and we take a moment, things won't have to go the way that they go most of the times. So I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode. Have grace for yourself. Love yourself. Have patience. Give grace to your the person next to you. I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode. Follow me on social media, Smooches Podcast. Email me at smoochespodcast at gmail.com. Had a moment there. Um, follow, rate please rate, subscribe, tell a friend, come back. To all the new listeners, welcome, welcome, welcome. I hope that you tune in to the next podcast episode. Um, have grace. Please, people, have grace because we are turning to something crazy in this society. So until the next time, I love you guys. Be safe. Smooches family and smooches.